into another NFL DFS video. My name is Eric Paul Zane with 9 to 5 Sports. Going to be breaking down this week 15 Sunday night football slate between the New York Giants and the Washington Commanders. This is actually kind of an appealing game to me, just given the fact that we're going to have a lot of receiver value. This is a slate in which we should have a pretty nice floor uh, because it's going to be you know fairly easy to make a good build. So I'm excited to break it down. If you guys enjoy the coverage, make sure to leave a like and subscribe. All right, so jumping into it, um, starting with the Washington side of the football. Uh, to me, it is more simple on this side you got terry who obviously terry is going to be on the field a ton let's just say 72 to 90 percent of the snaps uh it really just kind of depends on game script uh as long as the game stays close which we fully expect it to i expect him to go out and have a good game obviously really went off against the giants in week 13 you know these teams did just meet in their previous game which is kind of weird uh he saw 12 targets 100 yards a touchdown you know look really good the thing with him is that he has had a nice safe floor so he is someone that i like both in the flex and captain spot and it's going to be very easy to fit him into the captain spot so that's really just the question we're asking ourselves is you know, can we afford to pay him, play him in the captain spot? I think we can. You know, Taylor Heineke, I'm fine with, um, but also I'm not going on my way to play him. Like, I don't love it. Uh, I don't see him as a must play, especially against the Giants, who are a better team defensively um, than what they showed, I guess, in their last game. Now, obviously, that game was an OT game, uh, went the full OT as well. So for him to get 18 DK points, it, you know, that bonus time, that is kind of weak. Uh, Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, I'm perfectly fine with both of them, but they're both players that I'm not exactly going on my way to play. The thing with Brian Robinson is he should have a decent chance to score a touchdown. Like he is kind of the guy that's getting the most carries. So I don't mind him, but you know, Antonio Gibson at the same front is going to have a nice floor because of the usage that he gets in the passing game. So like these three right here are all just kind of shoulder short plays where if you end up on them, you're fine with it. You're not exactly going out of your way to play them. Whereas like Curtis Samuel, given his current price point, it is tough not to play Curtis Samuel on this slate. Now I know he hasn't exactly been as involved in the offense as you would like, but the thing with it is they are still getting him a lot of manufactured touches. We can see just by the rushing attempts. Okay. He's a receiver, obviously getting a lot of rushing attempts. That's huge. Okay. So I do expect him to get a few more targets in this one. Obviously, in the last game, seven targets, 14.6 DK points. Now, he is not as much of a lock and load play as a different player. Like, Jahan Dotson is just kind of a standout play. He has been playing a lot of snaps, 66, 61, and 79% of the snaps over the last three weeks. And obviously, this game against Philadelphia, coming back from an injury, didn't play that much snaps. But since he's been healthy, we have seen his snaps go up each game. Obviously, 79% of the snaps last week. That's huge. Nine targets in that game, 16.4 DK points. I really like the talent of Jahan Dotson. So at this price point of 5.4, it is tough for me not to play him. Just give him the talent, give him the amount of snaps he's going to play. Play the second most receiver snaps and play the second most offensive snaps um, other than Terry and I guess Taylor Heineke as well. So it went, you know, those two and then Dotson. So again, a lot of snaps, probably a lot of targets, going to be tough not to play him. And then just looking at the tight end situation, both Logan Thomas and John Bates probably going to play around uh, 40 to 50% of the snaps. I, I can't really play either of them. Sure. Could they score a touchdown? Sure. That's just definitely a guessing game. Uh, Joey Sly, you know, been a productive kicker because the offense isn't elite. They can get down the field, but he is someone that I do see scoring about seven DK points. So certainly someone you guys could play in this game. And then the commanders, you know, should be able to get a few sacks, should be able to get five DK points. Once again, like this is a a game in which should be a higher 
floor game for your builds just because everyone's kind of cheap and everyone should be able to produce at least somewhat and then getting into the giant side of the football i actually kind of like the receiver situation we got going on there um isaiah hodgins you know he's been someone that i've been kind of pumping uh recently just because he's been very cheap and just playing a ton of snaps you know he's been playing about 80 to 90 percent of the snaps over the last three weeks last week played 89 percent of the snaps six targets and you know he's been seeing a lot of targets been productive uh two touchdowns the last two weeks uh, 5.6 cheap price point guy that should have a nice floor let's just say around 60k points uh i like that and then richie james jr you know he is a talented receiver okay so it's not surprising that in three of his last four games he's been able to score over 10 dk points and last week we finally saw snaps get up to or yeah last week we finally saw snaps get up to 91 percent of the snaps which is huge so if we can get him playing about 90 percent of the snaps at this price tag i like that a lot um and then darius slayton like you can play darius slayton has been much more of a big play dependent play like he has been extremely lucky in terms of production where it's kind of just these weird kind of i don't want to say fluke plays but like he's made the plays but you don't expect him to continually make these like elite plays um and he played about 83 percent of the snaps in the previous week but he is also someone that should have a decently good floor you know not someone that's an elite play but also not someone you're afraid of so we can already see like the lineup process is coming together naturally now talking about saquon barkley only played him about 33 percent of the snaps i would say he's gonna be good to go in this game but that is definitely a guessing game like you don't know that for sure uh it is gonna be easy to fit him into your builds if you choose to go that route um it's it is tough to play him like he is gonna be involved in the game plan and obviously that game became a blowout pretty quickly didn't need to give him a lot of snaps it's just tough to say that he is like a great play tonight but he should still be a good play. I do expect him to get like still around 70% of the snaps if the game stays close, which obviously we had expected to stay close. You know, two weeks ago against Washington, he had 19.1 DK points. So firmly someone I do want to play. And then just talking about too, Gary Brightwell has looked good. Just kind of talking it out. Um, like if something were to happen to Saquon, I think he could be a sneaky good play. You know, obviously not something you're going out of your way to play, but kind of like, I guess, the first game of yesterday where Jonathan Taylor got injured on the first snap and then Deion Jackson was the play, like the play that you were would make to get extremely lucky. Like it's not a logical play. It's a play that you would make to really just get extremely lucky. And then do you have to wait and see what the news is on Daniel Bellinger? If he is out, it'd probably be Nick Vanette. And Nick Vanette has, uh, he's been active the last two weeks playing about 40% of the snaps. So, you know, Daniel Bellinger had been a guy playing about 90% of the snaps, which is crazy. So that could probably go to Nick Vanette and at, you know, $200, that's very cheap. And, you know, probably Lawrence Cager or someone would also see some snaps. You know, the receiving tight end, the former receiver tight end would also be a decent play, but not exactly someone you're going out of your way to play. But Nick Vanette could be an extreme value play. Like, I don't think we have to play the quarterbacks on this slate, but like he would open up a lot. He would allow you to play the quarterbacks, you know? And so this is what I mean. Like it's super easy to put together a good build. Like you go Curtis Samuel there and it's just got a nice strong floor here. Do I want to play Daniel Jones? Like I don't dislike Daniel Jones. Um, And if I'm choosing between the two quarterbacks, I'd rather play Daniel Jones. So once again, he is someone you could easily fit into a build. And then the the kicker and defense thing, it's kind of the same for both sides. Like, sure, if you end up on him, you end up on him. Uh, I'm fine with that. So like, this is my point of it being really easy to make a good build. Like you could put Brian Robinson in there if you wanted to. Could go Darius Slayton's the captain spot, like while playing Nick Vanette. Uh, You're still getting most likely the top three scores. And then you're trying to guess to get lucky. Um, Like just pretty easy to make a good build and like i i honestly would really really like this build if it could work obviously it's not going to work um and 
you know, it is what it is. Um, can't really force it, but if this build would have worked, I would have liked it a, a decent amount. It would have been would have been a fun build to run out there. Just kind of wanted to show that to you guys because obviously quarterbacks you expect to get at least ten DK points, and then you're just hoping for any points from the net, and then you're hoping that Richie James Jr. just has a good game. Um, but you know, like I said, it, it is easy to make a nice floor build, so it is kind of fun in that aspect that you should be able to put together a good build, a very solid build. But that's all I have for you guys for this one. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the coverage. If you did, give a like and subscribe. That helps me be able to put out more content for you guys. Also, you know, just trying to get those subscribers numbers up, trying to get to 5,000 subscribers. That's a goal of mine. And honestly, just be a cool number to hit. Um, just rewarding to me personally. So let's have a good slate, guys. And as always, let's keep cashing.